0: You're listening to the Late Night Thoughts podcast, the most stimulating hour of your night. Hosted by the man himself, aka Broadfit. Some of you might be offended. Well, we're counting on it. Hey, how you doing? Live from Belmar, New Jersey, broadcasting around the world. Whoa, 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 is there a problem? Huh? You want to go? You wanna go? Buckle up for the most unfiltered, raw interviews and never-before-heard behind-the-scenes stories. Get the fuck out yeah. of here! What are you waiting for? Three, three, two, two, one, one. Uh, what is going on, everybody? So this has been coming for a very long time. Where we tried putting a podcast together since COVID, and I'm actually thankful that we have this all together now this we're at Tillis gym in belmar um, we decided to put a podcast room together for a but on the side i'm also doing my own podcast which i'm extremely thankful for um, basically how this is going to go i don't really know what you guys want to hear about so i just have a bunch of topics that people from instagram uh, dm me about some of my own things that you know i put in there as well but a lot of the things you guys sent me were really awesome i really appreciate it who I have with me is Emilio, my best friend, my right-hand guy, my gym partner, wherever you want to call it. And then I have, on the mixer, we have Lex. If you guys want any of Lex's services for podcast, anything to do with gaming, Twitch, I don't know any of that stuff, but yeah. she knows it all. And that's the reason why we hired her, and that's why she's going to be doing all this with us. We would not be here without Lex, so I want you guys to keep that in mind. Her information will be in the description down below. If you guys need a rate or anything from that on her services, just... DMer. But anyway, moving forward, how we're actually doing this, our one buddy is actually running late right now, so we wanted to start going over some of the topics that you guys submitted through DM. So we have this little tiny protein bottle, and inside of it are crumbled up little tiny questions, topics that you guys have. So I'm just going to jump right into it, and we're going to go right from there. interesting okay well I guess this is gonna be a very long question to answer what happened to you and Nick Walker hmm so for those of you guys that don't know Nick Walker is a top contender in the Olympia right now he's a bodybuilder guess he's heavyweight yeah he's definitely heavyweight um, I don't really follow Bob yeah I don't really follow bodybuilding that much I just know that he's a super heavyweight Um. There was a lot of things that happened with me and Nick Walker a very long time ago, um, post-COVID. How long ago was that? Like two years ago, man, COVID. it gone on three. Yeah. Holy shit. Well, basically, I came here to film for Attila's Gym in Belmar when they were opening up against COVID regulations. And we were all advised, hey, if you work out, there is the possibility that you could be under arrest for working out in the gym, which is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of. But with that being said, I was a Philadelphia sheriff at the time, and I ended up getting hurt on the job. I got hit in the head due to a maintenance issue, and after that, I could no longer be a sheriff. I had severe seizures. I had a brain bleed that was called a subdural hematoma, which severely affected my life. And um, basically, you know, the only thing I had talent wise was doing video content and photography so at that time when I came to Attila's I knew about this guy his name is Nick Walker and I think this is right around the same time we started hanging out Mm -hmm. I think it was but basically I was enthusiastic about seeing this guy because he just looked amazing working out and I was like damn let me see if I can get photos of this guy it was literally right downstairs is where I took my first photos of Nick now I took some photos of him and later on that night I was just like so enthusiastic about getting the photos back to him that I literally did all of those photos in a couple hours. I literally just like detailed them all and made them look great and we also did some type of video Mm -hmm. and if anyone's ever worked out with Nick or even filmed him, he's like one of the most funniest fucking dudes I've ever filmed in my life. Just the things that come out of his mouth, he's hilarious. So, from that point on, I had sent him over the video stuff and I sent him over the photos. So that happened, then from that point on he contacted me and said, hey, you know, uh, I want to get another, want to get some more photos done. So I came in here, and when I came in here, basically he, we did a little shoot and then we went into the office and he goes, hey, let's talk business. I said, alright, let's talk business. He's like, you know, I really want you to do my video and my photo content. I said, all right, I'd I'd love to do it. And um, he had offered it to me, I think, weeks, it was like, this is like weeks go by, but weeks prior when I did it, he had given the job to another videographer that was in Jersey and Nick never got back to me. So I was like, all right, cool. So then I saw in this guy's story that he was taking over Nick Walker's YouTube channel, which... I already had discussed with him, but it was no big deal at that point. I didn't really have any investments into it, so I didn't care. Fast forward to two weeks later, I saw Nick at the gym again, and I just took a couple photos of him while he was with his videographer, and he was training with another guy. And literally, I think it was maybe a week later, he ended up firing that guy and hiring me back after he basically dicked me over and said, "Hey, I'll hire you." Never did. And then he hired me, he's like, hey, let's talk business. I need this and this done. He goes, this guy, his photos just aren't it. And this videographer at the time was screenshotting the videos and using them as photos. And they just weren't edited, they weren't anything. It was just pure raw, whatever it was. And um, so moving forward with that, I think I started doing his YouTube channel from like that day. Mm -hmm. And we started doing weekly. It was like every Tuesday we would do a blog. And everything would be posted Wednesday. So I got his I got fifty plus photos done, edited for him, and his YouTube blog done within like twelve hours. And I ran his YouTube channel, which basically from that point I was at I was just editing the thumbnail. I was doing everything trying to run the channel for him. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you guys know, like doing a YouTube channel is just not easy whatsoever. Nope. And Ah, man, it's getting hot in here. (laughs) I just realized that. Maybe the (laughs) lights. It's probably the lights. Let's take two to get a fan. Sorry for that, folks. Technical difficulties, but it's getting a little hot up in here. I don't know if it's the conversation or the lights up in here. But anyway, so basically what I was doing, Emilio, Mm -hmm. I was editing his videos. I was doing his photos. I wasn't charging this guy a lot. Right. I was just charging him what I thought I was worth at the time. It wasn't a whole lot because I was just starting out, and on top of that, bro, I just lost my career, and I just needed money. Like, I was just working with everybody and trying to just do—I was basically collaborating with people that, like, hit me up for months, like, yo, let's do this, and I'm like, nah, I had, a, I had a paycheck, so I was comfortable. I was like, I don't need to do this, and, All like, right. then once I got hurt, I took on, like, 60 clients my first month. And just kept taking on whatever even weird shit Mm -hmm. I had a lady that said she wanted like pictures on a horse naked and I did it It it's just (laughs) the strangest thing ever it was very different at the time so moving forward Nick had me working for him you know I was shooting with him once a week and on top of that he knew what I was going through because I basically I, I was I was suffering from like A lot of different stuff I had my my chick at the time that like me and her weren't doing as well and I was trying to keep that all together and on top of that my job was not supporting me I was getting no money so it was just all this anxiety and stress going on on top of that I had an injury so putting up with going to the doctors them telling me stuff that I didn't want to hear and like stuff that was just changing all around it was just hitting you all at once it was hitting me all at once and like I didn't know how to handle the shit because i I'd never I've never been sick in my life. I've never had any type of medical issues. Nothing. So that type of shit right there just threw me a separate direction. So moving forward, I I developed a relationship with Nick where you know he was hitting me up. He's like, "Yo, man, you all right?" Like this and that. Like he'd always hit me up every morning. He's like, "Yo, man." He's like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna keep texting you if you're all right until I find out that you're good, man." He's like, and he to be honest, like I grew like a friendship with Nick. Right? Was it genuine? Was it? It you know, was very... That's the thing. Like, in my opinion, yeah, he did some dickhead shit to me, but I think in general, Nick is a very soft-hearted person. He's actually a good dude, in my opinion. Okay. Even though he fucked me in some areas, which I'll get to that story sooner or later. But basically, you know, moving forward, um, I was getting closer with Nick, and, you know, we were shooting all the time, and, you know, I, I was developing re- developing that relationship with him, and everything was good. <coughs> And once we got down to... I don't think any issues...
1: When did things start
0: going left? Things started going left when we got to North Americans. Okay. So I went to North Americans, and weeks prior, I had been working with Matt Jansen. I was taking photos of Nick for raw nutrition. I didn't really know Matt. I've only heard rumors about him, and people told me, to, I've always heard the same shit, stay away from him, you know, they they would mention you know he's killed clients and stuff. Which, to brush up on that, um, what the? they they mostly are yeah, talking about. They're mostly talking about the Dallas McCarver issue. Dallas McCarver was a young athlete that passed away. You know, rest in peace to him. Rest in peace. And everyone always blamed Matt. And to be honest, I think Matt carries that with him all the time. And I honestly just don't think he had anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. I think the fact that you know. That situation happened it was just bad timing bad everything but I don't think Matt ever had anything to do with it he carries the guilt I think at times yeah. and I think that's quite kind of sad but I know that if he could change anything he would change that situation around very quickly but moving forward like I didn't know Matt and you know I was taking pictures for raw of Nick and it was just very simple he's like hey I'll pay you to do I'll pay you to do pictures of Nick you know I'm trying to make him <coughs> a face of raw I said yeah no problem Mm-hmm. And um, I had been working back and forth doing that, and everything was great. I had, like, an album of Nick, like, photos. And I said to him, I said, hey, like, I, I hit him up. I said, hey, just letting you know, I have an album of Nick. If you want to buy the album, it's like, 50 photos. I was, like, at the time, because, like I said, I was I was just hustling. Like, I was just making whatever money I could. I was, like, you know, let right. me know how many pictures you want, and I'll price you out that way. Mm-hmm. Or you can just buy the whole album. Right. Bro, the album was, like, $120. Yeah. And there were, like, photos in there that, like, were just amazing photos of Nick. It is what it is. But he's like, all right, man, well, let me tell you something. Let me see if I use any of these photos towards the end of the month, and I'll pay you per photo, or I'll just pay you for the album. I said, all right, cool. Put it in my calendar. And at the end of the month, they said, hey, good morning. I said, I just want to let you know that, you know, I have photos that, you know, what are we doing with them? Did you use any of them? Whatever. He's like, yeah. I used one photo and posted it. I said, okay cool He like you want me you want me to pay for one photo right I said I, I said no I just said that's that's okay and he sent me like a voice memo he's like listen man I don't want to do business with you if this is how you're going to conduct business and do this and right, that right. and I was already having just like a fucked up day leaving the doctor's office so I like came back with a voice memo and I still have the voice memos right. and like I said to him I said dude I might fucking die tomorrow I said I'm not going to take shit from anybody yeah I said, I, I sure as hell I'm not going to take shit from you. I said, I told you, you can pay me for the album or we'll, we'll price it out per photo. I said, I'm not going to charge you for one photo. Right. I said, I'm already working with you. I said, I want to work with you guys. Right. I said, so I'm not going to be petty like that. That wasn't your intentions from the start anyway. I was just trying to keep it business savvy. Right. Yeah. That's all it was. And some people, handle, some people can't handle that business savviness. And again, sometimes the way I come off could maybe be from professional. I don't know. But I tried being professional. Right. So two weeks later, I had to meet him in person after we just got into like some type of argument, and um, after like I like lashed out and like tried yelling at him about the shit, he basically came back like kind of apologetic, and he's like, "Listen, man, you know, I'm starting to work with these people. Like, I'll get you all these people, this and that." But like, kind of persuade me in mm-hmm. a way. So we get the North Americans, and here's the first people there: me and Matt so i just walk up and i see him i say hey it's nice to meet you kept the cordial kept the cordial yeah. no issues and honestly I, I honestly i just think it was a petty fight to begin with but nothing yeah. i said hey if you need anything i said i don't know if your camera guy's going to be here which was gilko i said he's a good friend of mine i said I, if you need any coverage because he's busy because gilko does everybody's videos i said if for some reason you know he's not available i said i don't mind taking some videos for you to help you out right. whatever i said but i'm really here for nick And he's like, yeah, just take care of Nick. He's like, if I need anything, I'll let you know. Cool. We get there. Gilco ended up having time. Um, He had called me on my way there and said, hey, am I stepping on your toes by coming? I said, no, man. I said, I was just trying to help you out. Right. And he's like, all right, cool. So we're both working together. Everything's cool. And, um, you know, that show at North Americans was very intimidating. Mm -hmm. Not to Nick, but to, like, everyone there. Because everybody saw him walk in, and he's, like, he's the face of this new industry. Right. And we're putting up videos every day, like, as we're there, like, day one North Americans. And, like, bro, we're hitting, like, 10,000 views in one day. Mm-hmm. Because everybody in that hotel is just fucking watching. Yeah. yeah the yeah. his mm-hmm. YouTube channel went from, like, I think it was, like, a 1,000 subs to, like, 40, 45K in, like, the month. I think it was in a month and a half that we were already working together. I only work with him almost close to, like, three months. But, um you know moving forward uh, when we're at North Americans you know we're in the hotel room I'm seeing all the clients come by and like Nick had this like I'm supposed to be filming what he's doing okay. so like I grab my camera as he's grabbing his meal and um, he like looked at me while he's migrating. he's like yo bro I eat this in peace I don't want somebody filming me I said oh, all right, man, Mm. let me step back. And I just, I walked out of the room and said I had to get a new battery or something because I'm like, maybe he's just stressing out as it happens. yeah." Yeah. So like, all that shit's going on, cool. You know, over the last, over the next couple days, like I'm kind of seeing the things that are going on there. And Nick's just looking better and better each day. And basically, to sum up what was going on, Nick had a girlfriend at the time that I had worked with because I shot them as a couple and stuff and he didn't want her even coming to the show and then like he found out that she was coming to the show and like, he's like oh i don't fucking want her here blah 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 this and that i'm like i said dude why wouldn't you want that support right, right. i have my support my family here. this and that i'm like all right cool dude whatever did that throw him off like it was- i don't know what the deal was with that yeah but matt had made some type of comment regarding her being a cloud chaser Meaning it, it was almost like Matt was trying to steer them away from being together because she was trying to steal, like, his thunder in a way, mm-hmm. which I just thought was kind of weird because she took care. Like, I, I was there. Like, she really loved the dude and, like, took care of him. Like, I didn't see it that way. But, you know, when people, when people are in that industry, man, I tell everybody all the time it is a great industry of poor quality people. <laughs> I heard that from one of my uh, clients, and, like, that stuck with me. To this day, yeah. especially after that incident. So moving forward, you know, we're at North Americans, everything's going great. Um, I was supposed to get, I was supposed to take footage of Nick backstage. And apparently the last pass had gone to a guy named Will Whitman, who's mm-hmm. like a famous fitness photographer now in that industry. And I was like, fuck, man, I said, how the fuck did he get this shit? Where? And Matt looked over, he's like, I gave it to him. I'm like... What? You gave it to him, but you were the one that told me to take photos of Nick on stage and shit. I'm like, why? Oh, I don't know. And, like, it, yeah. I was almost like, all right, fuck you. Like, I, I got back at you type shit. That's how I felt. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So I still kept filming, kept doing what, I, doing what I did. Again, bro, it cost me, like, $600 for the room. I was there for two days. I, like, I, I barely charged Nick anything. I think I, I charged him half of what I paid for my hotel room. Right. Plus the gas fees, food. I I paid all of that. Like I. If anything, you were looking out. The what? whole the whole thing was was that like I knew Nick was gonna be like great, so like in all reality, I didn't want to stress him out. And on top of that, bro, charging crazy outrageous prices to somebody that could be beneficial to me. Right. Mm-hmm. It just didn't seem fair. So I didn't care. I took that shit on the chin, and. It just, we were at North Americans and people were so hype about Nick being there and, like, things are going crazy. You could see, like, the pressure wasn't getting to him. He was just loving it. Like, it was finally his time, bro. And he, I'm trying to think of what happened from that point on. Because we went to the, we went, at North Americans, they had to have a tent during COVID. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't an auditorium. They had to have a tent. Oh, okay. Because, wow. like, the mayor or something said, no, you can't have events doing this. Like, you need to have a tent. And I was like... Mm-hmm. And you couldn't even go in the tent unless you were like somebody special so yeah. i was like how the fuck am i gonna get any of this shit done right like and it was like the last day we were there nick just looks great we get to outside the tent they're not ready for him he's like kind of like he's like yo i'm ready to do this blah 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 this is and that and to sum it up he got his pro card and i literally almost cried because i was just so happy for the guy yeah. i really was yeah. and uh I ran to the cheesecake factory and I bought him red velvet cheesecake. Nice. It's one of his favorite things. He likes to eat after a show. Right. I bought like twelve pieces. Yeah. Robin run me like hundred and twenty dollars for his fucking cheesecake. So I yeah. gave it to like I gave it to like his mom, his dad. That's crazy. Like I took right. care of all. I took care of all yeah. of them. there. And uh, that was the first time I actually met Anthony Mattello, who is a really big YouTuber in the fitness industry now. The kid's killing it. hmm And. Um, such a nice quiet kid and like he blossomed into this like amazing YouTube star which I'm extremely happy for him but with that being said you know later on I had gone back to the room and Matt had offered me a deal and said to me he said do you have any ties to Pennsylvania I said I have my family and right. i got my girlfriend and uh he goes well would you be willing to move down to Florida to film the content for Raw Revive and do Nick's content I said I would love to do that. I said, let me just talk to my girlfriend. I said, my whole family's moving to Arizona in a couple years, so I'm not really worried about that. Right. I said, but let me get back to you. And, like, I think it was, like, two days later, I had told Nick, I said, bro, um, I'll I'll do it. I said, let me start looking for places. Mm -hmm. Nick was supposed to be, like, talking to Dom, who owns Revive, to let him know I was going to come down. He's like, oh, I want you to meet Dom so we can do this, this, and that. I was going to do Nick's content for free. Wow. If I, if I moved down to Stewart, Florida, I was going to literally, like, say, hey, man, you know, if if you give me a room down there, or you have an extra room or even a couch, all right. I'll come down, you know, either a couple times a week or I'll just move down there all together and just take care of the content because I said, bro, we got to ride the wave. I said, right. I, I can already tell that you're going to make it so much. I said, bro, this is just a start. You right. just turned pro. That's awesome. So a couple weeks went by, you know, I, I, I first went to my girlfriend and went out to dinner and I said, listen, babe, like... I got an opportunity at hand and like I was just the whole time just so stressed about what she was going to say because either way I felt like I was just going to go anyway but I just wanted that so and she's like babe like this is your dream this is what you do like I'll go anywhere you go like we'll look for jobs love so like (laughs) (laughs) two wait wait until the ending of this story the ending of this story will be great (laughs) so um so moving forward she said that and we had started looking for, like, different jobs. Like, I was going to look for, like, a second job, just just in case. And uh, we were going to start looking for places. And, like, you know, a week or two went by. And I think Nick had to do another show. And he was staying in Georgia. Originally, I was supposed to be going to Georgia to stay with Matt at his place and film Nick and whatever. But then I saw another guy filming Nick. So I was like, Nick, I'm like, am I still, like, recording you through this prep? Like, we talked about going to Chicago Pro, all this stuff. He's like, oh, you know, we have somebody else, blah, blah, blah. And it was, it was Gilco's guy that worked underneath him. So I was like, all right, well, like, can you just let me know? Is he taking care of everything? Because, you know, is he going to Florida? Like, what? And he's like, bro, I don't know what's going on. I just, I'm trying to focus on this prep. I'm like, okay. And then in the meantime, I'm still trying to look for places. Yeah. yeah. Places to move down, go down in Florida. And then, like, Matt had sent me um, some iPhone video clips. And he said, hey, I'm not saying you have to do this, but like, can you edit this video for me? I'm like, yeah, cool, whatever. And um, basically, I edited the video, it was good, the audio wasn't that great, it was just iPhone quality, whatever. And there was like a gap at the end of the video that was a black gap. Mm -hmm. And I usually leave like anywhere from five to 10 seconds so the next videos that are premiering next, you can see, Mm -hmm. ended up being like 15, 20 seconds long, and it's just a common mistake. And when Nick found that out, he snapped and said, all right, so I I all of a sudden come to Georgia, and I'm moving to Florida, and all of a sudden you can't do my video work? I said, no, man. I said it was an honest mistake. He's like, oh, because you didn't shoot it? You fucked it up on purpose? I said, no. I said, I would never do that to you, dude. Mm. Rewinding back to a month prior to this incident, Nick had said to me, hey, I made about $800 on my uh, YouTube account. Mm -hmm. I said, bro, that's awesome. I had, I had access to his YouTube account, but he said to me, he said, listen, man, um, you know, there's, but there's now 500 and some dollars in it. I said, okay, he's like, did you take any money? I said, no. He's like, well, why would it be less? I said, I don't know, man. I said, let me call support and see. I said, and after researching and talking to people, I talked to like two specialists that go with Google and YouTube, and from what they told me, they said, listen, like every 30 days, Google ads and the ads that go on YouTube, they calculate at the end of the month, you know, if there's like fake views, bots, whatever. Yeah. And then on top of that, your ads can go anywhere from two cents all the way up to 15 cents. Mm-hmm. But they don't know what ads were shown until the very end. Right. So at the end of the month, he only, it said you predicted to make eight, nine hundred dollars. Like an estimate. Yeah, an yeah. Estimate, yeah. And then it went down. To five. Gotcha. So I had no idea the beast that was in front of me now because mm. I didn't take it serious. I thought he was not kidding with me, but I didn't think he was going to take it to a level of like me stealing. Stream, yeah. So now, a month later, this shit's going on. I didn't even know that he was telling people that I stole from his YouTube channel. Right. So I I thought he might have just said it at. He was apparently telling people not to work with me and that this is where the bullshit comes in. Mm, yeah. mm-hmm. I started losing clients and I started having people like, Yo, did you really steal from Nick's channel? I said, number one, I said, It's hooked up to Nick's bank account. I said, Any transactions that happen from YouTube, there is a paper trail. Right. That's what I was gonna say. I said, I I said, dude, I'm the type, if I steal, chop my hand off. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm not that type of person, especially I don't bite the hand that feeds me. Exactly. Nick gave me an opportunity, I was thankful for that. Even though there was ups and downs and rough sides to certain stuff, I would never steal from somebody. It's just not. You know me well. Yeah, it's not. I would never steal from anybody, dude. Right. So, he didn't confront me anymore after that. So after like I said to him, I said, "Yo, bro, is this guy like taking care of content? Like I kind of need to know. Me and my chick are trying to move down to Florida." Right. Mm -hmm. He's like, yo, man, you know, I think we should just part ways. Uh, I said, are you fucking uh, kidding? Yeah. So he parted ways with me. Now, two weeks prior, I was referred by Matt to do Sean Corita's content, who's another contender in the Olympia. Right. Mm -hmm. I had heard from, like, several photographers and some videographers, like, yo, just do yourself a favor, don't deal with Sean. I said, said, really? I said, I know people that know him, and I said, he's a great dude. They're like, trust me, dude. We've heard, and this is like this was. I don't go off of one person's opinion. I go off of like five to ten. There was like a good like four or five people that told me like, listen, you'll figure it out on your own. But I'm telling you, like he'll 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 switch up on you so quickly that you're not gonna know what to do. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of kept my guard up the whole time. And again, like Sean was a great. I I love working with Sean. Yeah. Sean Carita was a really nice dude. His uh, girlfriend, wife. I don't know if they're married now, but. Most sweetest person I've ever talked to, and they treated me really well. Um, I was working with him for like a month and a half. And when Nick had cut me, I, I literally came up to him because I was supposed to go to Olympia with him. And I said, Hey, man, like, there's no hard feelings. I said, If you don't want me coming to Olympia because of Nick or Matt or anybody, I said, Listen, like, I don't care. Like, I, you can tell me. I said, I'd, I'd just rather not be left in the dark. Right. He's like, No, man, you're my video guy. You're coming with me. So there was a time, so he had to. Like, we're going, like, all different angles here. So what happened was, this is during COVID, and this shit's going on. So I ended up, I think it was, like, two weeks later after I saw Sean, the Olympia was in three weeks. I was going to do a video for him every week leading up to Olympia. We were only working together twice a month at that point. I was taking videos, photos, I was running his YouTube channel. And he didn't pay me the one time. And he, he did it, like, a couple times, but it wasn't, like... Fuck you on not paying you It was like, oh, like I just ran out without him paying me, or like I just forgot to tell him. So I was like, no, I don't care. Like I'm working with you, so the next time, just pay me the full price. Right. And there was a time that he didn't pay me, so when I was going to the shoot that he was supposed to do one day, in the morning I had to shoot with another client that was up his way. So I was like, all right, cool, I can work, do this one and then do that one, get paid. Before I went up, I said, hey, is there any way you can uh, bring cash today? Because my PayPal is just charging me way too much of fees. Yeah. He's like, oh, I don't have cash, but uh, I can get you cash next time. I said, all right, man, whatever. Cool, it didn't matter. When I was finished filming my client up in Retro that was up in North Jersey, I like, stumbled a little bit and then I felt lightheaded. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. So I was leaving the gym. I said to the guy, I said, yo, man, uh, is there any way you can just check my temperature? I was at hundred and two degrees. Oh my gosh. And I was like and he looked at me and his he had his mask on, he's like, Yo, just leave. Yeah. Yeah. Because that retro didn't want to close down. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm literally calling Sean for the next two hours of my drive home. That drive home, everything like just hit me so hard. Oh, man. So yeah. then I find out I have COVID. Yeah. Damn. So I didn't have COVID for a week, two weeks. I had COVID for five and a half weeks. Oh, oh my god. Bro. I I miss Christmas. I miss yeah. Thanksgiving. It was fucking awful. Wow. Yeah. So I'm calling, calling Sean. He's not answering. So then I hear back from him like two days later. And it might have been the next day. But he's just like, hey, man, you know, I told him I had COVID. I said, listen, man, I'm so sorry I couldn't make it. He's like, hey, man, you know, we're cool. Um, I don't need any more video stuff. You know, I canceled your flight to Vegas. Uh, you know, we're just going to rock out, you know, without you. And I said, "Dude, like I'm really I am really sorry that like I got covid." I said I right. didn't do this on I purpose, mean. man. And he goes, "Honestly, man, I don't really believe you." I think like What? I think oh. you, I think you personally were mad that I didn't pay you and you decided not to show up to my shoot because I didn't have cash on me that day." I said, "Bro, fuck the money. Right. Fuck whatever." Yeah, this is your true. I took the initiative to literally make sure I wasn't sick because you have the Olympia to win in 3 weeks. And yeah. he did win it. He won it that year. So I was like, Sean, I could never forgive myself if I got you sick right. and you missed the Olympia title, which you've been w- working for your entire life. I said, That's just not me. So I think he had posted stuff later on. Nick was the same way. Nick posted my photos, untagged me, and all of my shit. Wow. Like, I think he even took down some of my photos. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember the first photo I did of Nick, I think he got like over 100K likes. It was wow. like he went from doing like cell phone fucking images Quality, yeah. and I gave him like professional images and like dude it just went off and one of them I think it was the one that went viral he was in a green tank top and they put an old man's face over him and oh. said look at this jacked old man it's like 126k uh likes on one of these channels all right mm-hmm. so all that happened so then Nick's ex-girlfriend reaches out to me and I had been talking to her like I here and there like she'd asked me like hey have you talked to Nick and she would text me sometimes when we would all shoot together, and I talked to her and I was like, "Yo, like, why, why is Nick like all of a sudden hate me? And why like he's accusing me of stealing and all this?" She was, "I don't know. Nick just left me. Blah blah blah. Like and they were fighting going through mm. it." This girl moved from Tennessee to New Jersey to be closer to Nick. It cost her a shit ton of money. She had to relocate her job. Mm. And, then, and she had to really relocate her, her fucking dogs. Yeah. I felt really bad. Then all, of a sudden no. he, then all of a sudden, he <laughs> said to her, like, you know, I'm moving to Florida with or without you. Damn. She's like, well, I just can't pack up and do all this. Again, like, like I just did it. She was, like, kind of, like, falling apart at that point. So, I was working with her, like, taking videos and photos of her and stuff, and I didn't even want to charge her, and she still paid me. And she was just a good girl around, but I could just see, like, she was kind of torn. Yeah. You know, she's not in her home state Stu just left her, and, like, it was just all around. Like, yeah. And then she told me, she's like, I haven't gotten dick in, like, three, four months. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's the, life, that's the life of dating a competitor. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was, it was sad in a sense, but she would tell me, she's like, listen, like, I just want to let you know, like, Matt Jansen does not like you. He was trying to get you away from Nick from the very beginning. Nick told me that Matt wanted no parts of you. So, like, Mm -hmm. I don't see you going to Florida. I said, okay. So they never wanted me down there to begin with. Nick had said it. Nick, I believe that Nick really wanted me there. But I think Matt, Daddy Jansen, I always say, said, nah, he's not coming. Mm -hmm. Then they changed up, and I think they gave the position to, like, Will Whitman at the time. I don't know who took it over at that point. But, again, I don't hate on anybody he's worked with. They do amazing work. I just hated the miscommunication. And then on top of that... To not even confront me as a man and say to me, yo, you stole from my channel. Like, show me the proof. How did I steal from you, bro? I would never steal. Right. So, right. There has to be proof for there that. There has to be proof, again. <laughs> like, it's all... I know. It's all like, paper trail. Yeah, that's... Yeah. That's exactly how YouTube is. Yes. <laughs> so, me, it's just like, I, I almost went the way... Because I used to be in law enforcement. I almost hired a private investigator to literally do the paperwork to send the nick. And my, the it. guy again, I because I worked at the courthouse, I knew these people, and the guy's like, "Yeah, dude, give me five hundred dollars. I'll make sure I do the investigation. I send it directly to his house." Mm-hmm. At that point, I was just so over the bullshit. I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not wasting any more money in my time. Right. Right. Fuck all this shit. Better but, person. Yeah. So let's just let's sum up what has happened at this point. So now, I had just lost Nick as a client. He had now been telling everybody that I was stealing from him, and I was a thief. And there were people that were shunning me and didn't want to work with me, mm-hmm. which, you know, I am I literally just lost my career. I'm dying from a head injury. Right. I don't know if I'm going to live or die. If I lift up a weight that's more than 50 pounds, my fucking head could bleed out, and I could die in the oh middle of the gym. It's crazy. Wow. Sean Carita left me because I got COVID. I had COVID for six weeks, almost six weeks. My best friend killed himself. Oh, my God. On top of that, my girlfriend at the time left me while I was dying. All of it at once. Wow. And I literally, for like a month, bro, I just bundled, I bundled up and didn't know what the fuck to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, there's people talking bad about me. There's people doing all this shit. To be honest, man, I had suicidal thoughts. Yeah. There was a time where I almost considered killing myself. And mm. it was, like, one of the lowest times in my life. And... Right. I don't know how... I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I don't know how I got through it. Because at the time, COVID happened. I wasn't... I, again, I had friends I was talking to, but, it, but there was no social... Yeah, no, isolation. Really, yeah. There was nobody Everyone really was. to talk to. Yeah. Whole world shut down. Right. There was no one really to talk to. And, like, it just killed me, man, is that, like, I'm the, one, I'm the first person I'll get my shirt off the of back to anybody. Yep. I'll take care of anybody. Mm-hmm. And again, mm-hmm. I will never build anything and tear it down. So I, I'm not saying I built 100% of Nick's YouTube channel, right. but I helped him out, and I, I helped him out with Instagram. Like I, I did whatever I could because I looked at it as, this is an investment towards my resume. Mm-hmm. Right. People will look at me one day and say, oh, you work with this person, that's great. So that's the reason why I never really charged Nick full pricing because I was just like, you know, I do need this money mm-hmm. to support myself, to buy yeah. the camera equipment, whatever, and again, anything I made off of him it went directly back into more camera equipment. I never really spent the money. Yeah. And I didn't even have money to really spend at that time because my job wasn't paying me. Right. I had no disability, Mm. no nothing. So I was just, like, hustling my ass off 16, 18-hour days for, like, months. Mm. And on top of that, still trying to do my physical therapy. Like, I lost my balance. I had speech therapy because I was slurring my words, stuttering. And on top of that, bro, like, even taking therapy because, like, dude, it just – losing everything I couldn't go to the gym I couldn't do cardio my mental health was gone wow that's therapy right there and Mm -hmm. to be honest like a lot of people out here that are gonna be listening to this I'm not here for clout I don't even care if this gets 10 fucking views I I want closure and I want to just be able to tell the story that I had of this like weird fucked up situation that I went through with Nick Walker Matt Jansen and Sean Corita yeah. and again like there's been so much I had to like overcome from that bullshit I just had to kind of like keep to myself man but I have never been so low where I just thought taking my life was going to solve the problem yeah. Yeah. and that was the biggest rock bottom I've ever hit mm. that these people put me in mm-hmm. and again I don't fully put blame on them because life happens yeah. right. but it was the fact that it happened and they just kept going on with their life. And, yeah. like, it's just, like, I did everything I could to help anybody. And that's the problem is that, like, you guys will fuck over somebody who will do anything for you. But then, you know, fuck with people that really don't even have your best interests. Right. The, whole, the whole name of the game in these people is they want to be able to control. Mm-hmm. I'm not easy to control. I never have been. That's the reason why in law enforcement certain people would label me as, oh, you can't do this around this guy. No. I don't fucking beat up inmates handcuffs. Right. I don't do weird shit that's quote unquote back in the day um what do they call it old school policing yeah i never agreed with that shit and you know on top of that my job's trying to fuck me They're, they have private investigators following me everywhere Wow. I, I got again so much stuff that was going on at this time and to be honest i actually just it feels like a weight's lifted off my chest even saying this to you guys because i think you guys are the only ones that know this right and I don't even know if I'll make this video public just the fact that I could say this and people can hear my actual yeah. words because I kept this in for so long talking to people and like not really telling them the full story of what happened like and it just yeah. like I remember the one time this really agitated me North Americans bro there's Iron Rebel it's a clothing brand it's fitness clothing brand I love that brand shout out to Iron <laughs> They're, they have amazing stuff the guy Luke that owns it amazing dude but here's what happened and this is when nick started fucking up connections with me and not giving a fuck he basically was getting paid by them to wear the clothing and stuff and i i reached out to them i said hey you know if you guys need photos i have a small fee but i'll take photos for you guys get them in yeah they were on they were amazing on top of everything cool and i actually like i, I would call luke talk to him and say, hey, Nick's doing this, this, and that, and, like, I'd work with, the guy was working with me, I was working with him. I love that type of business. Cool. So, um, Nick, they had a bunch of new hats, new shirts, whatever. They sent him in, and Luke's like, hey, man, I need these four shirts done, these four hats, and then, like, this, that. I said, all right. I get to the gym. Nick's with his girlfriend, he's like, I'm not fucking wearing it. I said, well, why? They're not paying me enough. I said, well, dude, like, they're paying me to do this, so I, like, I I have to shoot you. And I'm like, what the fuck? And Nick's girlfriend's like, Nick, just fucking wear it. I'm like, is this really going on right now? Like a fucking child of a temper tantrum? So he agreed to wear one hat with his shirt off and one photo. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then I think I might have talked him into like one hat. It was like one or two hats and a T-shirt. But, bro, I was like pulling. And he's like, yo, you tell Luke that I'm in prep. He's a competitor. He should know this. I said, bro, I'm not... I'm, I'm just... The, I, I shouldn't be saying this shit. Right. So I, I told him, I said, hey, man, he, he said he's in prep. He's not doing it. He's like, all right, cool. <laughs> I was like, it's the most craziest shit ever. So yeah. Nick had been trying to leave them for a minute, and they treated him very well. And I actually like them because I know so many people working with them. They were cool. Yeah. They actually sponsor my buddy Carlos, and I still take photos for them. But yep. so here's what fucked things up. Nick wanted to leave them because I think at the time Jed North was trying to get them and I'm like Nick, Jed North isn't your style. Iron Rebel is your style. Stick with them number one because it's an amazing style and number two, they've been with you since the beginning since you were nobody bro. Right. Cool. So I got on the phone with with Luke and I said hey man, Nick wants to be paid more money Like, what can you do commission wise is that we end up talking some numbers and Nick wanted me to kind of be, like, his manager in that sense. I said, do you mind if I call him and see if we will get you more money? Like, whatever. He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. We're three weeks away from the North Americans at that point, right? Mm -hmm. So, when I got to North Americans and I actually saw Luke for the first time, he, like, shunned me and looked the other way. And when I, like, was going to put my hand out to shake, he didn't want to talk to me. Wow. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm taking your – I took the photos for you. I talked to you, nice dude. But are you mad because, like – I told you that Nick wants to leave you guys because he's not getting paid. That's a, that was the God's honest truth. I didn't want him to leave because I personally liked working with them. So I was like, let me, I said, Nick, hold on real quick. Let me just talk to them and see if I can help, to, help out the situation. And he just continued to ignore me when we we're outside the tent and North Americans. I'm like, all right, whatever. I guess that's a connection that I'll never fucking get again. Cool. And apparently, from what I heard, that they tried, I wasn't there in the room. But they tried getting Nick to sign an 18-month contract the night before he became pro, mm-hmm. which a lot of companies will try doing. And I think Nick denied it, because I think Nick wanted to do his, Matt said he wanted Nick to have his own line. And I don't know if that ever happened, I know they do have the Nick Walker shirts, but that was the whole thing. And uh, man, from that point on I was like, cool, I lost that, I lost that connection, cool. Another connection I lost is his, the videographer is from Jersey. Mm that videographer, I won't mention his name because I don't really want to do that to this guy. He had amazing work. All right. I actually looked up to this guy's work. Right. And I don't do hype videos for fitness. It's just not my thing. So anytime I need them done, like people would ask me, I would refer to his page. Yo, ask this guy. He's like the king of doing this shit. I'm not about bad business. Mm -hmm. When he had been fired by Nick, Nick, Fired me, hired him, fired him again, and then hired me and said, I want you doing all my shit. Cool. He then, this videographer blocked me on all social media, which is fucking the weirdest shit ever. And then, you know, there was, we're all in the same network of fitness people. So there are some people that would hit him up. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't like the price or they, they just wanted somebody closer and they hit me up. I never knew that they hit him up until after I was done shooting with them. And basically it became like a war. Like, of shit talking. Right. And this is a guy that, like, the first day I ever shot Nick, I went down to Jersey to shoot a Violate the Dress Code, and he was there, and I was like, yo, man, it's, like, so nice to meet you. Like, I've seen so much of your stuff. I was like, I was just shooting Nick Walker. He's like, yeah, I used to shoot Nick Walker. I'd do some of his stuff. And I was like, yeah, man, it's cool. I say he's the funniest dude I ever met. I said, I'm doing a blooper reel of Nick. He's so fucking funny. And I was getting along with him. Nice, nice dude. And once he found out that Nick had hired, fired him and hired me, he, like, I guess he kind of looked at it as, like, because I saw them, them in the gym shooting, I think he looked at it as, like, oh, I'm trying to steal. I was like, no, nah, I was just trying right. to take photos. Right. Like, Nick was a great dude to take photos. He, he didn't even have to pose. He just looked great. But he kind of looked at that as, like, my trying to, I wasn't even trying to work with Nick at that point. Like, that's the God's honest truth. I didn't think – I honestly didn't think I was worthy of working with him. Like, I took some photos of him and shit. I did all this stuff. Cool. But at the time, I just I didn't think I was worthy of it. And then Nick's like, oh, I want to hire you. Let's talk business, blah, blah, blah. This is that. Cool. And uh, man, as the story goes on, I lost that connection with that person. Mm. And I didn't really care, but it was like I told Nick, I said, bro, explain to him that you want to work with me, not that I want to work with you. I said, because the way it seems is that like I just came out of nowhere and offered you a crazy deal to work with you. Right. I said, you came to me. You told me to come into Attila's gym to go into Frank's office. I remember like it was yesterday. He's like, Let's talk business. Right. And then he said, Can you do my YouTube videos and my photos? I mm-hmm. Said, Yeah. And then a week or two later, he had then given the opportunity to, to uh I almost said the name. Gave it to the <laughs> other gave it to the other videographer. Right? Yeah. So then after that two weeks happened. I think he ended up getting into an argument with the videographer because He filmed something for Jay Cutler TV. Jay Cutler, not the football player, bodybuilder. Okay. And he's like, oh, Nick, you know, this is going to cost you $150. He's like, the fuck? I'm not paying to be on someone's channel. He's like, the fuck? And he was mad about that, so I don't know if that's why he fired him and came to me. I don't know what the situation was. But I didn't want no animosity. Like, I love working with other creators. I love having business connections, whatever. I still, to this day, even though this man has ran his mouth about me in the industry literally trashed my work. Talk. I still refer him to people. Right. I still refer him. And there's still people that have gone from him to me. And there's, there's only two clients that I've turned down when they're like, yeah, we tried going with said, I said, listen, you guys are from North Jersey. I said, stay, stay up there with him. I said, I, I don't want no animosity between people anymore. I said, I'm tired of the shit. Mm-hmm. And that was just a connection that I lost. And yeah. I was a little, I was hurt by that as well. But, moving forward, it just what was so crazy, man, is that like unfollowed me, stopped viewing my stuff, he stopped tagging me in pics, he untagged me from all the pics that he had at the time, and I just don't I just don't understand it, bro. Yeah. and like I said it it's one of those things where I'm glad that I can actually talk about this yeah. because this has been sitting within me for so long, and i I don't even think it's about the situation. It was that like I was at my fucking weakest, bro. I've lost my job. I've lost everything. You guys offer me this stuff, take it out from underneath me, and then call me a thief and everything, right. man. It's just like, you're, my integrity is everything. I've never fucked anybody over. Now, again, dating wise, there might be other situations <laughs> where people say I fucked them over. That's it's whole, whole like, another. it's yeah. a whole other level of shit. I'm, I'm going to be real with but you this guys. Is but it was just, there was just so much stuff going on and. I just can't believe it happened. And people warned me for so long. They warned me about Sean Corita. They warned me about Matt Jansen. And the funny thing was, when I, when I was in Florida last year, we were there together, remember? Yeah. For Carlos. For yeah. Who would I tell you? I got off the elevator with Matt Jansen. He said, hey man, how's everything going? I'm just like, I guess you guys are so used to fucking people. Yeah, you just don't is, know. They don't even That realize. you guys, like, kind of ruined my life. Yeah. I said, and I, I just said. Care. I literally just said back, I'm like, oh, I'm good, man. You know, that's it. And then Sean Corita was the same way. What was funny about Sean Corita is, though, he. See, Carlos, Carlos is one of my. You obviously know Carlos. Oh, yeah. Carlos and Sorry. Eric. Eric Avalon are two of my favorite guys because they're the most humblest athletes out there. Mm-hmm. And, um. Sean Corita was following around, not following around, but sticking by Carlos's side, trying to talk to him. And I, I leaned over to Carlos and said, hey, man, I'm just letting you know, he doesn't fuck with me. That whole team don't fuck with me. I said, but I'm just going off of spitballing. I think he's trying to, like, lock you in a contract. I said, it, it just seems like, because somebody else mentioned it. They're like, yo, why is Sean Corita, like, following around Carlos and talking to him like this? I said, I think he's trying to either warn him about working with me like saying yo like don't trust this dude Mm, he he fucking did this and that and I'm like prove it man (laughs) prove that prove that shit and I promise you dude you will be so upset with yourself Mm. but it just like he was sticking around to do something I think I even we were walking together with Carlos you were with me before you left to go meet up with Eric and I was just like why the fuck is he here and like so attentive to Carlos and it was because Carlos was gonna win the entire show Mm. and I don't know. Personally, like, PR and public relations is, like, a big thing. I almost think sometimes that some of the things that these guys say, they're under Matt, it's not even them saying. And I think it's literally, like, scripted. Right. Like, some of the things that they mention and stuff, I just think that the shit's scripted. And, again, I've been in the room with Matt Jansen. He knows everything in the back of his hand know what to say what to do mm-hmm. and i just every time there's a win every time something happens i think it's just scripted in some ways some of it's some of it's legitimate yeah. and some of it's scripted from these guys but personally like that experience just showed me so much bullshit. but when that happened though what was funny is that nick's ex-girlfriend at the time you know i was working with whatever she ended up getting back with nick in that phase and she like blocked me on everything and i was just like yo like not for nothing i don't care if you got back with them right but don't be fake yeah don't be fake at all and then like before that happened a week before that happened she had told me that matt and nick got into this fucking crazy fight because they both showed up at the gym and nick forgot to bring a bottle of supplements or something and like they brawled it out like Nick called, and he's like, yo, I'm fucking done. I'm out of here, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, that relationship's not going to last. I said, nah. I said, listen, they got a great relationship with each other. And then fast forward to like a year and a half later, he leaves Matt Jansen and goes with another coach. And now they're back together again because, you know, he prepped them for this, this, and that. Mm -hmm. And don't get me wrong, Matt's a great coach. He might have some unorthodox techniques or whatever he does, but he knows how to prep people. He legitimately knows, and that's the one thing I'll never take from Matt Jansen. There are coaches that look up to this guy because his experience, the things that he has done, it'll be in the history books. That is one thing I'll never take away from Matt. I think he is a businessman. I think maybe there's miscommunication along the way. I don't hate these guys because everything I am now, I've built from, I've overcome, And there's a place in my life that i'll never go back to yeah jk rowling said one thing that stuck with me when i used to read the harry potter books and everything but i would also follow up like biographies on her and she said that rock bottom was the perfect foundation for the rest of her life she said as soon as i hit rock bottom my foundation was built from there Mm -hmm. and i made it very strong so that no one could ever bring me back here again and that's exactly what i've done and this is where i'm going to leave this conversation this is where it's all going to be left because it's out now. Yeah. And I'm just happy that's out. That's awesome. And for those of you guys that have watched or actually listened to this, I hope you guys follow for more I guess industry stuff that's going on. I don't really know everybody, we're trying to talk about a lot of different issues and trending topics but the one thing that I had to get off of my chest was the situation that happened with me and Nick Walker You know I don't hate the guy but I hate the situation that he had put me in and maybe one day I can face the guy and say hey I forgive you but as of right now I never see that happening but I hope you guys subscribe to the channel I hope you guys follow the links down below to the Instagram if you guys ever want to hire Lex for the mixer she is amazing at doing podcasts we are doing podcasts here at a tillage gym in Belmar So if you guys do want to rent out the space, please DM me on my Instagram, and I will let you guys know what can happen. Um, As you guys do know, Lex will be the permanent mixer for this podcast, so everything will go through me to go through her and also the owner of the gym. Um, But I hope you guys enjoy, and hope to see you guys later. Deuces.